You've had some success and now you want to go to the next level. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Hello, Rory. Paul, it is great to be here. Thanks for having me, my friend. I'm glad you're here. I'm we, delighted. We talk about coaching. We, we do. talk about using coaching <laughs> yes. to develop not only your own potential, but the potential of the people that you work with, right? your organization, mm -hmm. everything around you. Exactly. It's amazing. It can be it's a, amazing. It can be an incredibly powerful tool. And, and I'm excited this week we're going to talk about a success story, you know, because that's why this one's titled, You've Had Some Success, Now You're Going to the Next Level. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I teach, co I teach entire management teams how to coach. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the business model I use, kind of a weird business model. I don't know of anybody else out there that's doing that business model. A lot of people do executive coaching. A lot of people do other things. Uh, I teach the entire management the team whole how management to coach. management team. Right. And the reason being is I encourage the CEOs when the CEOs hear me speak at conferences and things like that I encourage them let's you know make cultural change let's change the hiring toward the entire organization so with that uh, we just work on helping the entire group do that and it's a pretty powerful thing so here uh, uh, last week I had a client call me and they said they had a success story and I said great and this is perfect for our listeners because mm -hmm. I, I don't know if you've noticed you've mm -hmm. talked to some people the people listen to this podcast are a little smarter better looking than most people <laughs> we've got an incredibly I mean, gifted a great very audience. successful already <laughs> right and so sure you're successful but this is going to help you to the next level of success that's exactly right because everyone who listens is successful we've guaranteed that yeah and there's no question they right. would, losers do not listen to this podcast <laughs> that's right right only <laughs> the cream of the crop only the cream of the crop and and then no, that is absolutely true because you know as a coach I don't want to work with people that are the problem childs. Right. I don't want a company call me up and say, fix Joey. I'm not here to fix Joey. Right. I want to move the middle of your entire organization. I want to move the average for the entire organization. I don't want to work on one individual who's got a problem. Now, do if I've got a contract with a client and they say, fix Joey, do I do that? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But please don't call me up to say, fix Joey. And that is a, a common management um problem or error mm -hmm. is that they'll spend all their energy on trying to get someone who maybe is not fit for the job doesn't have the right a fit is the right word doesn't have the right uh drive ambition yeah you know maybe aspirations something else yeah that's fine right they started the job and they thought there'd be something they'd want to do and then all of a sudden this is yeah. not what they want to do so with that you know it just like eh, you know bless their hearts as they say in the south yeah, and then managers <laughs> spend a lot of time trying to bring them up the up to speed. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, the people who are reaching their uh, mandatory requirements mm -hmm. aren't getting uh, high enough to reach their potential. Yeah, you've got people who are hitting their goals, and they're saying, you know, why are we, why are we letting Joey get away with this? Yeah, Joey. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no idea why I came up with the name Joey at the yeah. moment, but it was just one out of the top of my head. I have never coached a person who right. is a bad performer named Joey, right. so I just want to make that out there for the entire <laughs> for the entire world. I have never coached a Joey who's a bad performer. Uh, I've talked, I've worked with people who are Joe or Joseph who are great performers, yes. but never a Joey. Okay, so good. that's why I picked it as the key. <laughs> 
But this client called me and we were talking about a coaching session with them and working with a couple of managers. This was kind of a, a side discussion. And they called me and uh, they had sent me an email and said, hey, we had some great success with the last thing project we did. We want to go to the next one. I said, great. So they called and we're on the phone. They go, we, you know, we had some success and now we want to talk about this. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Let's spike the football here. Yeah. What did you do? Uh, how did it go? What happened? Tell me about that. Because you've got to have that feeling of success in the process. I know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> you played the Ranger goal. I did Easy. not. But had I had I thought of it, I would have absolutely played the Ranger's goal. Mm-hmm. But we'll we'll let it start here because I just I love the Ranger's goal. But they did. They they just scored a goal. They had to have some success, and they needed to get fired up. And, and and there we go. So we're going to actually just take a couple of seconds to celebrate. So I don't know if we can turn that up a little bit. I love that. Okay, I just, now back to work. Absolutely back to work. <laughs> but they did. They got a, they they scored a goal and they needed to celebrate and uh, as, as the folks who've been listening for the last few weeks knew that I went to a Rangers game in New York and I was enamored with their after goal cheer. So that's why Paul and I still play that. So thanks the, for doing that. And the principle here is go ahead and celebrate your successes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I mean, we have enough failure in business, mm-hmm. uh, but when we have a true success, why not? So they called me and they said, "Hey, we had a success, but we want to talk about this." I said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, time out." And so I, I said, "What? What'd you do?" And they said, "Well, we we went through the questions that you had, and when we talked to them about the questions that I wanted them to ask, I didn't give them the questions. I said, "What is the goal you want to accomplish? What do you want to achieve? How do you want to move this?" And it was about a three-part process they had to go through. So it was about a month's worth of work with this individual that they wanted to go out and make some outbound calls and and actually visit some sites and and actually sell their product. And uh, so they had to work with them, the team to to manage the time so that, that this person could get away to go out and make visits, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, they got it all worked out. This person went out because she was charged up, felt control of her life, was asked a number of questions. How do you want to do this? What do you want to do? How do you want to approach it? And she really felt fired up, geeked up, ready to go. Yeah. She went out and had one of the best days they've ever had ever with this wow. individual visiting spots. So they were thrilled with her results. And I was thrilled because that's what I want to see people do. I want to see people have success. Yes. Uh, but they didn't want to talk about the goal. They didn't want to talk about the achievement. They wanted to just go on to the next thing and go, no, no, no. You Sometimes yeah. you've got to talk about the success. Mm-hmm. And so we had about 60 minutes set aside uh, for this conversation. They spent about 20 minutes talking about what they did to achieve that goal. That's good. Yeah. I mean, you've got to, you've got to have that, okay, we achieved something. We accomplished something. Because there will be times when you're struggling and you're going, man, how do I get to that next level? How do I go to that next spot? One of the things you've got to do is go back and experience the joy of achievement, experience the joy of accomplishment, experience the joy of that is finished, you know, take that closing picture. And were they able to kind of uh, diagnose uh, the steps they took to have this person have success so they Mm -hmm. could replicate it for other people? That's exactly the point, and that's a great question because we wanted to go back and say, okay, what did you do? How did you go about it? And before, what they were finding themselves doing is they were falling into the teller category. I'm going to tell them to do this or tell them to do that. And we all know from this podcast, now we're in 90 episodes, that that doesn't work. Mm -hmm. You want to involve that person in a discussion and get them engaged. And they did that, and that's one of the reasons they thought that she had such a great visit on site is because she was in charge of her own destiny. They had asked her, what do you want to accomplish? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? And she was incredibly geeked up. So then they said, okay, 
Um, I said, that's great. What do you want to do now? He said, well, we're working with another employee. It's a completely different employee, a completely different situation. And they're working with uh, a new manager who had just been promoted. And, of course, you know, all the struggles that new managers sure. get uh, in the process of, of struggles and all of that. And, and with that process, uh, they wanted to uh, really help her focus. And I said, okay. Uh, what do you want her to do? And she goes, well, we really want to help her get a game plan for developing others. Okay, let's talk about a little bit about that. And then I said, what else do you want to do? Well, her brand as a manager is not established. And some people still see her as, you know, an employee. They don't see her as a supervisor okay. now. So we've got to work on that. So we worked on those two things. Hmm. And in that process, they came up with a number of questions um, to talk about. And the important key in this process, I'm going to give you the 10 questions they came up with, which I thought they were absolutely brilliant. And after that conversation I had with them, I sent a, uh, an email to the CEO saying, I got to tell you, these two folks did a great job. I love how they're coaching. I love how they're working with their folks. They've had some success. You know about the success. But here's the, what they're doing to get to that next level. Mm -hmm. And I just love the questions they came up with because it was just so incredibly powerful to see them kind of just, you know, get right into the groove. Right. And and I loved it. And so with that, uh, we asked them, okay, what do you want to accomplish? And so here's basically the 10 questions, and we'll actually put them on the website. So okay. that way they'll actually, folks will see the 10 questions. But the first one is, since you started your supervisory role, what are the things you feel you've learned or improved on? So you want to start out with that sense of, su sense of success. Um we all want to. Yeah. We all want to feel that. That's right. There, play the play the ranger music. <laughs> enjoy yourself mm -hmm. and really identify um, the things that you did well. It, absolutely. You know, after a team scores a goal and a winning goal, uh, particularly a winning goal, they don't just you know skate off and go right into the locker room. You know, mm -hmm. they all high five each other. They skate around the ice. They pound the glass. They do all kinds of things at at the end of a hockey game. So you've got to do that too. You've got to, you know, what what have you learned and what have you improved on and how have you accomplished that sense of success? And then uh, the next question they asked, which was question number two, what areas do you think you still need to work on or improve on? Which is a great open-ended question to ask that manager, what are things that you think you need to do? Where are some bump in the roads? What are some challenges that you faced? And I just think, I love that question. Mm -hmm. And then... I love this question that was question number three. How would you describe the ideal supervisor? Because what they wanted to do with this person is get this person a vision of what a great yeah. supervisor looks like. And so if you can articulate what does an ideal supervisor look like, and even though you're not there yet, you can visualize that, you can see it, then you can get there. And back to uh, what you've talked about many times, with these questions, they're open-ended questions. You're bringing the thought bubble over the person's mind so mm -hmm. they have the vision. Absolutely. You're not doing the, well, here's what an ideal supervisor is like. Are you that yes or no? Right. You know? <laughs> right? Right. I, you want to avoid those yes or no questions. Yeah. So you're really making them think and, mm -hmm. and own it. Yeah. Or you might ask the question, what are the seven characteristics of the ideal supervisor? So they really have to think about it. And if they can't come up with it at that moment, a lot of managers think that they've got to have the employee respond to it right then and there. You know, you don't have to do that. That's Go back, take some time, think about it. They can do some research online. They can, wherever they want to go. But find out what your ideal image of a great supervisor mm -hmm. is. And then the next one, which question number four, how do you think other people see you? Mm. 
And this is a great question because, you know, how close do you think other people see you with regards to your uh, your success, your achievement, your accomplishment? And I just think that's a great question. And then how would you want people to see you? You know, are you there yet? And what do you want them to see of you? That I think that's vision a, again. absolutely going back to that clear vision of what you want to accomplish as a leader. Um, how would you like to improve your brand uh, is another great question because they thought this person, you know, they kind of started off on a stub their toes. And how do you want to polish the brand up? OK, you, you, OK, you introduced uh, new Coke. It didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you reestablish the brand of Coke uh, at the time? And then the next question they asked was question number seven. What expectations do you have of your team? And I just think that's, you know, what, how do you want them to work together? How do you want them to be teammates? How do you want them to accomplish the goals of a team? And how do you want the, you know, I think this is a great question. How do you want the CEO to talk about you as a manager? Mm. Even though they didn't ask this question here, but I, that's another question I love to ask them is, you know, at the end of your career, what would you like the CEO to tell you about you? What would you like the CEO to say about you? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a All great question. All these visioning questions. Absolutely. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to see? How do you want to get there? And how do you want people to perceive you? Those are all things that you can work on. And then another question is they asked is, how would you like your team to develop and grow? Because growth is the key here. How do we not only help this manager grow, but how are they going to help their team grow? Because the other side of the coin is, too, you don't get paid for what you do. You get paid for you get other people to do. And if you can get the entire team to do that, then you are on your path to being a great manager. And then how would you keep your team motivated, which is a great question. And then (laughs) what I tell them is the way to get people motivated is not using motivational techniques, having authentic and sincere conversations and saying, how can I help you achieve your goal? Right. If they truly are a motivated individual that you've because you've got to hire somebody that's motivated. Um, I love the uh, coach from uh, Notre Dame, Lou Holtz, and they yeah. said, how do you motivate your players? And he says, I only recruit motivated yeah. players. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got to, they've got to have some fire to be able to get on my team. And then can we get to the next level? Yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make sure that I bring in motivated teammates. And if you're stuck with some folks that aren't motivated, we should do a podcast on how to get rid of people who aren't motivated. Right, right. <laughs> That'd be a great topic. <laughs> and then how do you see yourself in two years? Yeah. I think it's a great question for a for a manager. And that is kind of a vision question, but not a long-term vision question. Kind right. of seeing the steps it, it will take to get to your ultimate goal. Right. You're talking about a supervisor here that's brand new, just got promoted, less than six months of supervisory responsibilities and experience. How do we help them get to that point where they want to be seen in two years? And so they've got a little bit longer-term view, but not not 10 years, not 20 years, not 30 years. What do you want to do in 24 months? How do you want to get there? And now you've been at it six months, so that's a quarter of that time. How do you get there going forward? So I just thought that was a great example of a client that was doing a great job. Uh, They first had some success, wanted to basically kind of overlook it. And I said, no, 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 let's not not overlook it. Let's really take a look at what you did to be successful. And then how do you want to get to that next level? And I think having those questions, but the key here is this, and this manager is very good at it. I want to warn folks of this. Just because you write out 10 questions doesn't mean you have to ask them in that order. You want to make it a conversation, not a process. And we actually had a podcast on that called Don't Make It a Conversation. Uh, Don't Make It a Process, Make It a Conversation. And I think that's an important key in that process. I 
would believe that these people are going to be successful with this because mm-hmm. they're taking it seriously. They've had right. success. Mm-hmm. And I would be interested to know how they do in the future. I'm sure they'll probably let you know, right? Well, and you'll, and you'll let us know. Absolutely. And the great yeah. thing about this, this is I'm working with this client on a three-year agreement. So I'm working with their entire management team for three years. And one of the things I love about this team, and it's kind of my measure of success, and I call it the, I haven't come up with an acronym for it yet, but it's, uh, you know, HVA or uh, HAV or do they have it? And, and I might come up with do they have it, and that would be HAV. And are they honest, authentic, and are they vulnerable? Yeah. Um, because I've worked with team or I've worked with managers who they're not trying to be uh, dishonest, but they don't want to be completely forthright. They don't want to They go, well, I don't want to talk about the dirty laundry. That's what we're here for. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're here to talk about those things that are challenging. If you're not honest, vulnerable, and authentic then I can't help you. I can't help you get the next level. This is not a, this is not where we play a game show of the cutest contestants. This mm-hmm. is not it. There's going to be problems. And if there's not problems, then I'm really wondering, are you really pushing the, the edges of your capabilities? Right. And I want to see them push people to the edges of the capabilities. I want to see them, this is a struggle. This is hard. This is difficult. How do we get to the next level? Those are all great questions. If you're doing that, you know you're pushing yourself to that next level. Mm-hmm. And you're getting them there, too. Absolutely. So if people wanted to push themselves to the next level mm-hmm. by calling you and talking to you, you bet. getting your help, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, they can get a hold of me at RoryRoland.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-O-W-L-A-N-D.com. Uh, they can also reach me through uh, CoachingManager.University. Uh, that's our online coaching program. It's 52 modules, and they can reach us through that one. And the great thing about Coaching Manager University is also where they can listen to this podcast. So it's a great way Perfect. that they want to listen to the podcast. So, Paul, that's how they can get a hold of me. All right. I uh, Congratulations, listeners. You're, you're so smart, so good looking. <laughs> and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You bet. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for listening to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching. This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda and Rory Rowland. For more information and content, visit RoryRowland.com.